it's not giving me it's not giving me the this is gonna you know this is gonna actually happen yeah. vibes it's yeah. just it's, it sounds like we tried it sounds like we tried it sounds like you thought I was feeling you oh my goodness when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Mary and Every Podcast. And we're happy to be with you. I'm very happy to be here. We're very happy to be here, Shire. How are you doing on today? I'm doing good. You know, it's a three-day weekend, so yes. I'm enjoying that. So um, happy Veterans Day to yes. the listeners who are our veterans and who have served our country. Yes. Um, but so far, so good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Excited to be able to sit down with you. I was telling you off mic that I really enjoy doing this like it doesn't feel like and i'm a guy that's like i always think people are kind of capping when they're like this doesn't feel like work i'm like what but this really doesn't feel like work i love sitting down with you on the weekends and recording these podcasts so i'm doing good uh and to echo your sentiment shire thank you to everyone who protects our borders uh those fallen soldiers and present soldiers that protect us uh, from threats domestic and abroad. We really appreciate you. Shira, we got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about this, um, this whole student loan thing because, you know, Biden came out and he, he was sharing the news about student loan forgiveness for, for certain folks uh, they could get up to $10,000 of student loan forgiveness and folks with Pell Grants could get up to $20,000 and everybody was excited. We came on live, huh? We, we, did yes. a, we did a whole live. Yes, it was a big announcement. Yes. Well, uh, the courts are weighing in and saying that that may be unlawful. So they're pretty wow. much saying in essence. You thought I was telling you? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you think about this? Shia? Let's talk about this article here in Forbes. Uh, did you want to go ahead and read it off the the, the title? And yeah. we're going to get into this. It's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. So this um, is an article that was published on November 11th and it's titled Student Loan Forgiveness Application Taken Down After Court Ruling 
borrowers left in limbo. Yeah. So definitely sounds like there is some uncertainty with this whole program. So it says the education department has shut down the application for borrowers to apply for President Biden's one-time student loan forgiveness initiative. A federal court struck down the program as illegal, putting the plan in serious jeopardy. Um, A Texas-based federal court ruled on Thursday that Biden's sweeping student loan forgiveness plan is illegal. Ouch. Biden's one-time debt cancellation (laughs) initiative would have provided $10,000 or more in student loan forgiveness to tens of millions of borrowers who met loan and income eligibility criteria. A federal judge, a Trump appointee, ruled that Biden's plan was was an unconstitutional exercise of Congress's legislative power, he declared the program unlawful and blocked its implementation. Mm. Thoughts on that? Well, you know, we are are coming off of midterm, you know, political season. And so we're going to keep this as, you know, as least political as possible. But we're going to have to go there a little bit. How much of it yeah. And Shire, because you're going to have to refresh my memory on what you what your take was on this whole thing. So okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you that. But how much of this is political? Like like you said, a Trump appointee. Of course, the Trump administration, and the Biden administration are pretty much the bloods and the crips. Right. Marcus. So we know that anything one does, the other is going to try to put the kibosh on it. How much of it is that and how much of it is like, yeah, this is kind of like unlawful and, and unlawful in the respect of like those institutions, because here's the thing I never understood. Shire. Sorry, I know I'm asking like 30 questions. You come out, you say we're going to forgive student loan forgiveness. Do the do those institutions get paid by the government or the government going to like step in and pay the, the 10K for the students or do they just erase it? That's mm-hmm. what I didn't understand. Yeah, so, I don't know think? that I even know the ins and outs of that question because, yeah. you know, um, it has been it has been some years since the federal government became like one of the main providers, yes. you know, of student loans. And so, my assessment is that you know many folks owe the government, yeah. and it is the government saying that they will forgive you know so much money right. now. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. I think what I just said was probably an oversimplification of what it means in dollars and cents right. and what's actually happening. Um, the other piece about it being political is that, you know, this program was for people with student loan debts. And I I mean, that's going to be Democratic, Democrat people and, Republican. and Republicans. As they so. Say, right? Well, so I'm just saying that it's a it is an um, it's an issue in our country, and it's an it's American in, problem, it's not an, a party problem. Not yeah, it's not percent. a party problem. But is it lawful? I mean, as the president, I would think that the president would know the law. Yeah, I would think that the president would, you know, uh, check yes to make sure that. Any program that he is rolling out is lawful. Right. That and that I, upsets me. Right, yes. right there. Because why would you want to get people's hopes up? Like, yeah. you know, we look to leaders to do what they say they are going to do. 
No one uh, made him do this. Mm -hmm. And we learned from uh, Drew Hill many, many years ago that I'll never make a promise that I can't keep. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like, you know, this is, um, you know, if they're not able to do this program, I, I think that it could hurt him. Oh, yeah. When it comes time for that 2024, um, you know, yeah. I, I guess the, the next election, next election. Cy- cycle. But yep. there's so many people who would have benefited from this program. So I don't know if it's if it's lawful. I know that a lot of people had a lot of different opinions about it. Yeah, I, I think the overwhelming, not overwhelming majority, but a lot of people in opposition, their viewpoint is. It's going to come back to bite us in some way. Yeah, you could say, hey, this is a student. This is a federal issued loan. So now as a federal government, it's easy for us to just say, don't worry about it. But I think the cynical view of of many people in opposition is like, yeah, sounds good. But at some point, this is going to come back to bite the people, either via tax or, you know, just people have a lot of issues with it. One of which, like I said, is going to come back to bite us, the people who aren't involved or folks are saying you're treating the the uh, symptom, but you're not attacking the problem Mm -hmm. by doing this. You're kind of just putting a bandaid on a a A, severed. Yeah, this this is. Yeah, like you're right. Like this is a really big issue. Yeah. And it is a Mm bandaid. But it was a well welcome band-aid for yeah. folks that have student loans. And for me, it's like, wow, is this serious? Because if you read on in the article, it says that um, courts have issued orders blocking our student debt relief program. This is a quote. From and as a result, yeah. as a result, at this time, we are not accepting applications, reads a message on the application website. Both the paper application and online application are no longer available for borrowers who have not yet applied. So, like, it just sounds like they are just shutting it down. Shutting it down. We need to regroup. We jumped out there. To, to your point, to your first point, Shire, we jumped out there with this good news and we didn't do all of our homework to see, you know, what what the pushback would be. We knew there would be pushback. But we thought we was gonna be able to put the slap that big joker on the table, and and it didn't happen that way. And so, yes. Now talk about folks, Shire, that have people already applied. Like, absolutely. So what's that situation? You know, what I mean, has money been given? No. Okay. Okay. No, it doesn't sound like it. Wow. I mean, unless y'all know someone who's received the money, I don't think so. Um, what? Uh, this is a quote that says if if you've already applied, we'll hold your application. Mm. Uh, it says a message on the application website. The education department is offering borrowers the option to subscribe for updates so they can be notified if and when the program can resume. So for the 26 million borrowers who have already given the Department of Education the necessary information to be considered for debt relief, 16 million of whom have already been approved for relief, the department will hold on to their information so it can quickly process uh, their relief once they prevail in court. This is the end quote. So when I hear uh, that someone is going to hold on to their application, like 
think about, you know, back in the day when we had paper applications and you would walk into an establishment and say, you know, I want to turn in my application and resume Mm -hmm. and they'll say, we'll hold it for you or we'll keep it on file. Like, ooh, that hurts. Yes. That hurts. Yes. We'll we'll keep it on file. (laughs) Yes. Like that just, it doesn't, it's not giving me, it's not giving me the, this is going to, you know. This is gonna actually happen. Yeah. Vibes. It's yeah. just. It's, it sounds like we tried. It sounds like we tried. It sounds like. You thought I was feeling you? No. Oh my goodness. It just sounds like it's not gonna happen in the way you thought. You know what I mean? And that's unfortunate. Now, Shire. So, I want to know what your thoughts. If you could take us back, what were your thoughts when this whole thing was rolled out? Um. Um. I know we had mixed, not mixed feelings, but yeah. what, what did we think about this? I'm you trying know, to remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I think we were optimistic a little bit, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. but I was kind of thinking like, where, where's the money going to come from? Yes. Like, where is the money coming from? Yes. And, you know, I, if I had student loans, then I would definitely want those to be forgiven. Right. But, you know, we, made the sacrifice to pay off my student loans. I'm mm-hmm. very grateful for that. Um so yeah. I don't know. I don't think I took a hard stance. Yeah, we didn't have too hard of a stance. But on I it. I mean, but I did have my I did have my criticisms right of the program. Yeah. Well, I guess they were merited because the program is looks like it's kind of be, it's kind of a failure like no one's gotten forgiveness. They've put the hold on it. I don't know how long things get tied up in court for months, years, even. And yes. if if Biden can't get this figured out while he's in office, which he only has ten years left, or two years left. Oh, you said ten. ten Ooh, he's prophesying ten. He, <laughs> he only has two years left, and you know, if he get they, there's another Democratic candidate. If he decides not to run, or if a Republican candidate takes over, they're not gonna push this through you know what i mean so yeah yeah i i definitely agree with that and i was looking to see if there was any comments been you know the article is relatively new so there aren't many comments on here but one person did comment saying that um it's kind of funny how this happened after the midterms were done man and so i don't know i i know that there's a lot of topics on people's minds right now and this is def- this was definitely one of them. I don't know if it played a role in how elections turned out and I'm really wow. hoping that hope, hoping that everyone voted, you yeah, know, because yeah. that's what we should be doing. Um but I don't know. I just it's kind of it for me is very disappointing. Yeah. I feel like every administration ha- wants to have their white whale, right? Their Moby Dick, their thing that they capture that's like well i did this you know during my tenure you know with obama it was obamacare and with trump i don't remember what it was but anyway <laughs> i don't uh, know and Which, then yeah i forget i don't know it was kind of a blur well things were going okay until the pandemic then after that yeah. well you know what i let's just not even go yeah, let's not even go there <laughs> but biden wanted to hang his hat on this i think and okay. like how cool would that have been like yeah while i was in while i was in office i cut you know i helped all these many people get out of student loan debt or well, cut back their student loan debt significantly yeah and then like it's not even gonna happen so that person has a point like man it's crazy that 
after the mid like had this come out before the midterms like really hard like this it may be you know maybe it has some different results some different outcomes because of it but i don't know man i feel bad for the people but this is what i want to say i feel like the forgiveness uh-huh. should have been the icing on a cake to a bigger plan yes like a plan to like Lower interest lower, rates. We're going to lower interest rates. Uh, you know, we're going to uh, have penalties for for uh, predatory lending, or you know, just like more regulations on institutions that give student loans, or like just a bigger overall sweeping program. And then, and to top it off, guys, to kind of you know, we're going to cut off ten k, you know, ten thousand of everyone. I feel like that would have been better. Because you would have been addressing the bigger problem. Yeah. And then maybe because I think a lot of these courts, they just see like, oh, you just going to like erase some folks dead and like, that's it. What is your plan going forward? And I think when you don't have that, they're just like, so you just want to print up some money and just erase people's debt. Nah, nah, that's not lawful. And it's not even the entire debt. Yeah. So like. So what are we doing here? Yeah. So you know, like the I'm average, sure they're thinking that. Yeah. The average student loan debt. I have to look. Maybe I'll just Google it now. Let's but Google I know it now. For Sorry, like, we got time. For like sure. black women was like 30K. Mm. You know, so what is the average student loan debt for an American? So I'm just saying that in many cases, you're not wiping out the debt in in in, in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Now, Marcus, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. But is there not already a student loan debt forgiveness program that basically says if you work in certain sectors and you make all of your payments for yes, 10 years yes. that they would, you know, uh, erase the debt. Yes. Now, I don't know of anyone that has done this. Actually gone through that. Maybe. Uh, maybe there's someone. But why wouldn't they just improve that program? So improve instead of 10 years, maybe it's five years or, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. there are just so many other things that they could have done that would have been beneficial that may have not been blocked in the in in the courts mm-hmm. yeah i think that you drive home a good point there so shyly yeah, like you were saying uh the average student loan debt continues to hover around thirty thousand. so okay. even the 10k it's like i'm still left with a whopping twenty thousand dollars so like and what problem prob- did it solve you still have to make and let's be very clear shy the problem $30,000 is very doable, very manageable. The problem is the interest. Okay. The interest is what could take that 30000 Well, I- and turn it to sixty. It's like, what type of interest make my money go up? Like, that's insane. Your loan amount. Makes yeah, make your my, loan make, makes amount my loan amount go up. And then also, it's just like... Fix that. Yeah, fix that. And then also, 30000 is still a lot of money. Yeah. And so you have to be making a good salary, right? To be able to pay your student loan, take care of your your needs, your family. If you want to buy a house, if you want to save for retirement, Mm -hmm. like you're going to have to have a nice salary to be able to manage a debt load like that. So also this really makes me think of the fact that we that the government doesn't really have solutions. No, 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 they don't. To problems that folks are are having. If you if you think about what you just said about how these high interest rates are coming from the government. Mm -hmm. So it's like you all created a problem. Like Mm -hmm. you created the problem. You're part of it. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I know I heard a quote that said problems cannot be solved in the context in which they were created. Mm. So it's almost like you all created this problem. Well, maybe not entirely, but right. you contributed to this problem. Now you think you have the solution. Clearly you don't. Yeah. Because once you came up with the solution, it was blocked by the courts. And so it's, I don't know. I guess it's just a reminder that uh, you just kind of have to have a, a plan you for have your a life. plan for your, for and your situation. And while it would be great for this program to exist or this one-time support to exist, mm-hmm. it might not it might not come to pass. And now you're you're stuck holding a bag, right? Mm-hmm. And you're stuck uh, with having to figure it out. Yeah. Because the government is not going to save us. Right. And Shai, so let's kind of go here. You know, me and you had these conversations off air about our children and them going to college and and what that was is going to look like for us, the parents and stuff like that. So like for folks who going forward, like like if you're caught up in this whole student loan, um, what do they call it, Shire? The student loan crisis. There you go. You kind of know what you kind of know what the game is, right? The one is if there's going to be a bailout, it's going to be very hard to get it through. Most likely there won't be a bailout. And if there is, if it does get through, it's going to be for a portion of the money. And not. so we're kind of like left to have to figure you're going to have to figure this out on your own. But going forward, because a lot of our demographic shires, 26 to 44 mm-hmm. with a lot of kids our age. Right. Our they kids, are kids, our, our, our kids, our kids age, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, elementary, junior high, stuff like that. Maybe some high school. But so what? It doesn't look like for your children. I'm speaking to the listeners now. You know, think think about that. Think about how you're gonna go at it different, or help them go at it differently than you did, or your generation did. I think that's important. Um, and so for us, you know, Shire, what do you think about when you think about our kids and them going to college? I know me and you talk about, you know, helping them significantly. Maybe helping them cash flow. Uh, college year by year or having them you know just uh, what uh, like give me let, you want to talk about like our strategy that sometimes we talk about like with our kids if that's start at junior college finish your two years of junior college pre you know prereqs and then go to the four years you know school do you want to get into some of that I like I like those conversations me and you have so let's you know what you think yeah I mean I think in because I love what you did. So I, I think what you did, you're a good example, too. I'm of, a good example. And I'm a lesson. I'm, I'm a lesson, too, because yeah. I had quite a I had a lot of loans and I didn't need to take out all those loans. Right. Take out what you need. You know, That's of one. course, there's there's lessons that we can um, pass on to our children. Of course, yeah. they're going to hear it. Yeah. Um. But then it's also like, what will college look like in you That's know, ten years. <laughs> good you know, um, just. I mean, there are certainly things that folks can do. You can mm-hmm. do a five twenty nine plan. You can. I mean, if you're able to help. A lot of parents are helping their their kids in adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some un, there are some unknowns as well. Yeah. I know in California that if you if you do go to community college, that first year is free. So that that is Come definitely. On, a positive thing so it is kind of like you know look look, look for ways options. look at your ways right Sh- Sh- sorry i know i'm kind of throwing stuff at you 
talk about your junior college experience and how that played a part in your getting you getting your bachelor's. Because I know like a lot of folks just I don't know what they think about junior college. Do they think it's not really college? Do they think it's a waste of time? But Shire, you did it. You did the junior college thing. What made you? How did you? How did you know? Or what was? I just walk me through that. What made you say I'm going to go to junior college first, and then I'm going to transfer to a two-year, a four-year school and finish out my last two years? How did you even think to do that? Because a lot of people don't even do that. Like, it was I feel what like, I could afford, right? So out of necessity, <laughs> right? It's what I could afford at the time. Um, and you know, a lot of community colleges they have the transfer agreements. So in California, they have those transfer agreements where, as long as you take certain classes and you pass certain classes you're automatically guaranteed entrance into some of the uc schools or some of the state schools they even have transfer agreements with um historically black colleges which is really cool to to see so i mean there are definitely ways to reduce the cost of college but is is also you know partly and unknown like what is it going to be for our children how much is it going to cost and then how in the world do i balance trying to have something for them while also saving for my own retirement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my financial, you know, obligations yeah. to myself. So I, so, so when they're older, I'm not looking at them to, to take you, care of me. Mom, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. say, well, you know, instead of saving for retirement, I paid for your college. So now you need to take care of me. Right. Like I never want that to happen no. as well you know so it's just like yeah it's i don't know to find that balancing act that's why i think for us it'll be more of a cash flow model i think uh first of all we're going to do everything to help reduce the cost right like you're going to take advantage of that free year that's one year you ain't got to pay nothing right then that second year will be at a junior college you get that degree and then you just kind of have to start with cash flow your way through the next couple of years. And I think for me and you, Shire, when you did your master's degree, we cash flowed that and we were still saving and we were still doing, you know what I mean? So there's a ways to do it. Was it tough? Yeah. But after those two years, you walk away, no, no debt. You got your degree. Now you can make your degree work for you. So yeah. I think it'll probably, probably, probably be something like that. Right. For us. You know, I think that community college is a great place to start if you don't know what you want mm. to do, because I'm sure I changed my major a couple of times yeah. and I stayed, you know, stayed there for a while. Um, so if you don't, you know, know quite what you want to do, then that's a great place to explore yeah. and then not have, uh, you know, not have that pressure of yeah. the, you know, so much uh, so much expenses, I guess. Because yes. um, you'd be like, man, I can't fail no class. I'm paying X amount of dollars for this class and this and that. Yeah. Whereas junior college, you like, you know what, man? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Is it's, it too it's late a to get a refund? I yeah. think I would get a refund. <laughs> yeah, a little less pressure. You yeah. Right about that. So I, I don't know, but I, I think that this is this whole situation is definitely an eye opener. It's an eye opener. Um, it would be great for there to be education reform in our country. Like we need it. Um, but at the same time, this is a lesson that, you know, we might have to figure some things out Mm -hmm. on our own. Yes. And if we do, then let's start having these conversations now. Let's start, uh, making some plans now Mm -hmm. to see how we might be able to navigate in the future. 
Shara, I like how you did that. I like how you closed that out. There ain't nothing to add to that. I ain't no yeast to put on that right there. Oh my goodness. That's that's good stuff. Um so yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Mary Free Podcast. Um if you did, do us a huge favor and leave us a five star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. And we want to give you a gift. So once you do that, roll on over and email us blackmarriedatfree at gmail.com let us know you left that review and we're going to respond with our get out of debt and start building wealth master class we're going to be giving you that completely free uh for the holiday season we're feeling pretty generous am i right Shar? yes yes so uh we appreciate you guys downloading we're coming up Shar. i was going i was saying earlier we're coming up on nine hundred thousand. oh my goodness downloads man we're thank trying to get you, to that you, million y'all yeah yeah so we really appreciate you guys. Uh, Shire, any final thoughts on your end? No, I mean, wow. So yeah. that's that right there. It's crazy. Crazy. So, all right, y'all. Well, we're going to get up out of here and we're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace. Bye.